All right. Hello, Miss Melissa, and welcome to the Overcome Yourself podcast. So first and foremost, I want you to tell me all about you and your business and, um, you know, what solution you provide for your clients. Thank you for having me, Nicole. Um, I'm Melissa, and I work as a spiritual coach and mentor. And I help people really get clear on their purpose, understand who they are, what they are, what their potential is, and probably most importantly, how to get to where they want to be. Love it. Yes. Um, And I work through a variety of methods. You know, this isn't, um, you know, just one thing. I work with healing. I work with the Akashic Records, which are about um, looking at our past lives and our past influences, our beliefs, our, um, you know, our karma, all of that stuff and what what's going on there, but also with, um, you know, future goals, the law of attraction, the laws of the universe, and all the things that are really working with us to help us to get to that place. That is awesome. And you are in the UK, is that correct? I am in the UK, yeah, but You're I have awesome clients. Accent. <laughs> thank you very much um, yeah, I have clients all over the world thank you to uh, COVID really when it forced my business to go online and suddenly you know now I have clients in the States in Canada in the Philippines in Australia and you know that is also you're worldwide <laughs> I know isn't that That's exciting so cool uh, but tell, tell us a little bit about Melissa. Like, what, what does Melissa do when she's not um, spiritually helping all her clients? What's your favorite thing? Where do you like to go in the UK? <laughs> okay, so I live in um, Hertfordshire, which is just outside of London. Um, and I really was a London girl growing up. You know, I kind of lived in the suburbs of London and I went to school in, in uh, Camden in London, really trendy town and... Is really, you know, spirituality is my life. It's not something that I turn on and off. So I'm very blessed to actually, my work is very much my hobby and my joy. Um, but I do do other things too. I have three <laughs> young boys. Oh, my, cool. eldest, my eldest is nine and I have a six and a four-year-old who have just broken up from school this week. So they will be keeping me very busy for the next six weeks or so that we have here. Oh, that's nice. And yeah, so yeah, you know, when I'm not doing my work, I spend time with them. And but I also like I'm a real, I don't know what to call myself, like spiritual geek. Like I'm literally like watching the videos and reading the books and playing with the cards and going to circles and going to workshops and it's just that's what brings me joy and doing yoga and a bit of a yoga it's quite recent it's only nine months or so but um you know for me when I'm in it I'm in it I love it. And isn't it awesome that we have because of the pandemic and you know we had to we had to pivot and it's really cool that we you know get to do what we love um 
Because, like, what's the point of, you know, dredging through life and not having fun, right? So I love that you're so in tune um, with what you're doing and that you just get to be passionate about what you do and help others with, you know, with your gifts. So that's awesome. But it wasn't always this way. I want to hear the story about how you used to be a car salesperson, right? (laughs) Tell me about that. How did you get from there to here? It is a bit of a pivot. Uh I understand. You know... I say this, right, when I was at university um, and I was studying marketing there, uh, I always loved cars. Like cars was my thing. Like I was, I, I enjoyed them, you know, even when I was, before I was driving, I'd be able to name what a car is just by their headlights. You know, it was, I, I don't know where it came from. It was a bit of a thing. And so when I landed a job in my local car showroom, I was like, well, this is very glamorous. And you know, mm-hmm. I don't know what they're like where you are, but here the car showrooms are super glamorous and sparkly and lovely, you know, and I was 18 and, um, you know, it was it, it was all good. Anyway, I, I was working in service, which um, I hate to say it, but it was kind of like the customer complaints department. You know, everyone was there as distressed purchase and all of this stuff it was quite overwhelming I was really shy actually as <laughs> when I started in there believe it or not and I that job really helped me come out of myself however I used to look down on I say look down not in a like I'm above them way but literally I was sitting high up in the showroom okay. <laughs> um, I used to look down on the sales people and think well that job that's way more glamorous than what I'm doing they get paid well they get a nice car they do all of this stuff and so um, you know after a few years after I graduated and I was like yeah you know I'd I'd quite like to have a career here um, I got a job with Mercedes-Benz in the sales department and I, I must admit it was super fun for a long time um because I got to drive at one of the perks was you get a nice Mercedes on your driveway which got cleaned every week and all of this lovely stuff and I got to spend time talking to people and I remember once and I've got some amazing training right and I remember once in the training they said you know think about what it is that you really do and it's not that you sell cars like what do you really do and I remember saying I help make people's dreams come true and I was like, yes, I love that. That feels really aligned to me. I really like that. And, you know, that really helped me shift how I saw what I was doing. Because the, the flip side to selling cars was it was 50 hours a week. It was a very male-dominated environment. There was sales targets. There was pressures. There was, you know, it, it, was, it was tough. It was a tough job. And I was, for the most part, the only female in the, in the department which, you know, um, came with its own uh, challenges. So I was, you know, I I took the good with the bad, but it was, I always had this thing that I wanted to help people and I wanted to help people get the most out of themselves. And at that point, I thought, well, maybe if I can help people become uh, salespeople, help people, you know, um, train them in the cars and all of that, I was like, I am with my spirituality I was a bit of a geek with all of this so that was my plan I did a bit of coaching training and then I found Reiki or Reiki found me 
you could say, <laughs> and a series of coincidental synchronicities led me to my Reiki training. I took my Reiki one. Three weeks later, I remember walking into the showroom and it was literally as if my whole body was screaming at me. It was like, get out, you can't be here, it's too much. And I remember walking over to my receptionist and going, I can't be here anymore, which she'd probably heard a thousand times. Um, I opened the paper, there was a job there. I was like, I'm gonna get that job. It was literally the, the, you know, the page I opened, a full page ad, I was like, I'm gonna get that job. Went for the interview, got the job. It was, you know, it wasn't quite what I was looking for. I was torn between, do I stay, do I go? And I'm lying in bed and I put it out to the universe. I was like, what do I do? What do I do? And the song, I was listening to the radio, the song came on the radio. Do you drive a fast car? Is it fast enough that we can fly away? And I was like, hmm. Then he goes, you need to make a decision. Leave tonight or live and die this way. And I was like, my whole body goosebumps. <laughs> Sorry for the singing. Um, I no, handed my notice in the next day. And that was that. I, well, I, yeah, it was complete synchronistic I knew I was making the right choice it was a big leap from where I was going but the universe had spoken mm -hmm. so you know that led to another job where I was really fortunate to get some NLP training so neuro-linguistic programming I was again working helping um, apprentices at this point um, become the best that they can be and that felt really aligned then I had my kid and left and I was like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. Um, I really wanted to be in coaching or that kind of thing. And yeah, it just being the spiritual nerd that I was and I was going to all the groups and learning as much as I could. I found myself sitting in circle and found this natural ability that I had and this joy that when I was in there growing and reading for people and helping people and what I realized is that my style of reading was about healing it wasn't about oh I can pick up that you used to you know be like one thing was like oh your husband had a brown car or whatever it was it wasn't <laughs> about that it was about finding the joy and re really receiving that alignment from what I did so yeah and again another series of synchronistic coincidences of people that I met and readings that I had and workshops that I attended led me to becoming first of all a healer with Reiki then a reader with uh, tarot and oracle cards and then a teacher through Reiki, through the Akashic Records, and now kind of more of a coach, mentor, space holder. That is awesome. I love it. And it's, you keep saying coincidences, but is there really such thing as a coincidence? Like, isn't that just, you know, the path? And sometimes when you, when we're going through some things, you're like, oh, what a coincidence that this happened to me. But then you look back and you're like, oh, that happened so that I could be ready for this. And I didn't even know it. So that's super cool. I love that. And another thing that stuck out to me is um, one of the things I talk about is the importance of perception. Um, you know, so you were able to spot the 
the opening, the opportunity, because you were open to it, you know? Um, and so that's really cool that you were able to silence the voices enough that you heard the universe. That's beautiful, man. <laughs> um, and, and so, go ahead. That's what I want to encourage people to do, because I think if I can do that and I can get from really being in a very corporate, you know, quite sort of, patriarchal background and then really move into this which is completely aligned with what I do it never feels like work that anyone can do this and I have to say it's not just oh anyone can be a reader or a healer and it's not just about that it's really about finding that soul-led purpose and that might be running podcasts that might be running sales groups that might be Oh, like it could be anything, but if it's aligned with you, then you will find that the universe will keep on putting things in your path to help you get to where you want to be. That is very true. And sometimes I feel like I kind of fought it um, because it's what makes us unique. Sometimes we see it as a weakness. We're like, oh, I can't do it because of this. And it wasn't until I leaned into what I thought was a weakness that I realized that's where your strength lies. That's what makes you unique. And so having those unique ideas, having that random business idea, like, oh, but nobody else is doing it. That could be the opportunity, right? Um, And we just have to leave ourselves open to it sometimes and let ourselves do those things. Like in my book, I I wrote about this one person who... Um, is is uh, does dungeons and masters so he's like the the one that organizes all the campaigns and so his job like he was really good at it and so he started booking out parties and so now his whole job is literally doing what he loves setting up campaigns people come over they pay him to run the whole story that's incredible you know and if you don't allow yourself to do that you know just lean into what you love you know? oh another great example my little brother when he was little, he used to play video games all the time. And they would get mad. They're like, you need to go outside. You need to do this. But that dude ended up going to college and like he can write programs in the background because, you know, for video games. So he teams up with artists. And so sometimes, you know, it's like a week. Everybody thought that was his weakness. Oh, you're spending too much time playing video games. But at the end of the day, it was a strength that he had. He ended up getting a whole degree and has a whole job in like computer stuff because he really liked video games, you know? So I think it's beautiful that you really, you realize, you know, this is my power, this is my strength. Let me help other people and make a living too, right? (laughs) That's the whole point. (laughs) You have made like the best point. And it is our uniqueness that differentiates us for everyone else. You know, when I was at school, it was always, oh, she just sits in the back of the class and she twiddles her hair and, you know, she applied herself a bit more and it's like, now I spend my life daydreaming. Isn't that awesome? And, you know, I, I remember, oh my gosh, I had this boss and he said to me, because um, I used to like wing it, right? It would be like, you know, <laughs> I'd wing it, I'd be like, oh, what's happened? He'll, and he'll say to me, fail to prepare um, and prepare to fail. And I was like, oh my God, like that, that just really got me. And I took that with me even when I started this business. I was like, you know, I need to make sure I've got everything there and I've written my notes and sit in, I'd run my workshops and kind of type all my stuff out. And then I realized one day when I just did not have time to prepare beforehand, you know, the kids and all of that. And I had this workshop 
And of course it was the busiest one that, you know, and there was all strangers coming in. I was like, oh my God, <laughs> like I haven't done anything. Just going to have to see what comes. And it was the most powerful channeling that I had given to date. And I remember, you know, kind of going into the meditation beforehand, like, you know, <laughs> help me. And um, <laughs> I was hearing this, just trust, just trust, just trust. And I realized that actually what I was doing in that moment was overcoming all of this conditioning, that you had to be a certain way, that it had to be this way. And, you know, spirit doesn't work like that. And I, I can't go into a reading, especially prepared. Like, how do you prepare for that? I've never met them before. I don't know what's going on. I'm, you know, and, and actually the less I know about them or of them, often the better, because then mm-hmm. there's no influence. So it's, you know, I, I talk about how, you know, I'm about aligning people to where they want to go and helping them understand and hear those whispers and, you know, put that out there, universe, what do I do? But then also understanding that we have years, lifetimes, perhaps even of conditioning, of beliefs, of traumas, of even collective stuff going on Mm -hmm. that are maybe tearing us away or pulling us away or distracting us even from the path that we ultimately came down here to live, which is why it's not all, oh, yeah, you can get there and here's the business tool or here's the you know way of marketing yourself or here's the aligned vision for you it's also okay like what do we need to do just to help lift that to change that maybe uh bring something back if we you know like a soul retrieval or break those contracts break those cords reframe something it's all part of this package we're just these energy balls that are just trying to move to this this aligned place I like to talk about um, teaching my clients to take imperfect action you know imperfect action is better than nothing so if the email is not perfect it's okay send it out once I sent out an email and I totally forgot to change out all the logos I didn't have any clickable links in the email and I went out to like 2,000 people and you know what I freaked out for a second I was like just send another email and nobody said anything like, no, I didn't get an angry email back. You know what I mean? Like taking perfect action. Right. Um, and yeah. so I think that goes along with with what you're saying. And then and another thing that I thought about was what we talked about in the beginning is being able to take imperfect action and being able to pivot. Sometimes we have to change our strategy. Sometimes we have to change what we do, change something. And so we have to be flexible enough to you know, pivot. <laughs> um, we always think right? about friends reference. Right? Do you always do that? Okay, you um, you thought of it too because I was totally thinking of the couch too. <laughs> pivot, pivot. <laughs> yeah. Everyone listening to this is doing the pivot thing. Yeah, <laughs> we do. And you know, this is another thing for me about the law of attraction, which I'm sure many of your listeners are aware of. Is is you hear this thing about be specific, see exactly what it is that you want really create that and I understand that is for some people that is that's the way to be they're the preparers they're the you know the ones with this very specific thing but for me it's more about okay how do I want to feel so when I was sharing my my story about working selling cars what made it easier for me was when I thought okay well actually what I'm doing is I'm helping people achieve their dreams I'm still doing that 
pivot. <laughs> but I've pivoted into a very different way of doing that. So actually, in some ways, you could look back and go, well, the universe was um, guiding me to that. Well, this is part of my thing. This is one of the, you know, my bosses used to say, you just make it look so easy. Do you not like really care what you're doing? And I'm like, I do. I, I, I'm, I'm really passionate about what I'm doing, but I'm not pushing. I'm not like that or buy my car. It was more, you know, I want to help you genuinely. And so I think if we can be very clear about what it is we want, what our purpose is, how we want to feel in that day-to-day life, how we want to influence, you know, this altruism thing, this thing about making it bigger than yourself and how you're going to show up, then if an opportunity comes this way and it's like, yes, I can try it, come out of my comfort zone, see if it's something that is you know, expansive, then sure, let's pivot that way and see what beautiful journey that's going to take me on to. And the only way to know is to try, right? As a matter of fact, I was talking with one of my clients yesterday and she she had written some blog posts and I was like, well, we should take a look at them and do this and this and this. She's like, I wish I would have known this when I started. And I was like, hold up, hold up you wouldn't have even known to ask this question when you started. So the fact that you've gotten here and now you know that you have to ask this question, now you know that you have to make, you've done all of this right. You just got to tweak this a little bit. And she's like, oh, it goes back to perception. You know, how do we look at it? And tiny little pivots, you know, taking imperfect action, because if not, we don't know what we don't know. We have to try. <laughs> you know, Nicole, somebody said to me today, um, just on a comment on, on a post, um, I wish I could trust more. I wish I could trust more. And I said, well, that tells me that you already know that you know. We were talking about spirit work and, you know, receiving spirit information. I was like, that tells me that you already know that you know. You've already got that. So now it's, it's just one teeny tiny little step to just go, okay, I'm going to action that. I'm going to take that on board and I'm going to see what happens. And she was like, yes, <laughs> that was it. Like it would never have been thought of it's, it, you know, where this barrier of I don't trust. It's like, oh, well, actually maybe I'm getting something. Mm-hmm. Never considered that. And now I'm moving forward. So yes, imperfect action. Um, I want to tell you this, you know, for three years, two years, as my business was starting, you know, and I was just kind of um, going from having like one client a week to maybe three or four and running some workshops. My my mantra, my my sentence of the year was to take inspired action. That was it. Every morning, today I'm going to take inspired action, whatever that was. If that was calling the person or, you know, reading, just opening a book and reading that page or take doing something that made my tummy butterfly a little bit because it was a bit out of my comfort zone, it's take inspired action. And for three years, I had that written down. And now that's just part of my everyday. That's, that, that's what I do. I love it. I love it. So how can people get in touch with you? They want to, um, they want to work with you. They want to like heal and they want to be able to move forward. So I know you've got, you're on Facebook, you're on Instagram, you're on YouTube. Talk to me a little bit about that. I started to run a weekly show um about oh, no, a couple of months ago on my Facebook page um Melissa Amos Intuitive Guidance 
every Monday. And this was called, this is called Soul Speak. And it's all about just free jamming about anything to do with spirituality. So we've got topics on the Claire's on the Akashic Records, on the Law of Attraction, on uh, shadow work. I don't remember we've got loads Mm -hmm. and I upload them onto my YouTube channel which I understand the link's going to be in here and yeah and if you can join me live on a Monday night then you can ask questions and it's you know very uh, inclusive so I'd love to have you on there I'm actually just setting up a membership site so depending on when you are listening to this it (laughs) may be available um, which you can find the details on my website, which is melissa-amos.com. And if it's okay, Nicole, I'd love to offer your viewers a free gift. Go for it, please. Yes, we love free things. <laughs> so I developed a meditation exercise to really help you understand how spirit talk to you. And when I talk about spirit, I'm talking about your guides, your higher self, your intuition, your understanding. And it's available as a download. Just head over to my website, melissa-amos.com forward slash free hyphen gift. And you can download that on me. Awesome. Okay. So all of the links that she mentioned are definitely going to be in the show notes. Um, I'm super excited. Thank you so much. That sounds amazing. I'm definitely going to be downloading that and checking that out. Um, cause I, you know, I could use all the guidance I could get, right. <laughs> um, so do you have any final, um, words about overcoming yourself, about being an entrepreneur? What words of wisdom do you have to share with our fellow, our fellow entrepreneurs here? <laughs> we all have a unique place here. And based on our gifts, our talents, our challenges that we've overcome and those dreams that we've had, they're all going to give you an idea of what you are here for. Often, most of the time, you can monetize that. It is just about putting yourself out there, letting yourself be seen for the downfalls I am quoting here and that you may have uh, been installed in you. Put them out there, do it, face that fear. I guarantee you, you will touch somebody, you will help somebody in a way that is so profound, you won't know why you didn't do it before. It's there. I love it. I love it. Thank you so much, Melissa. This has been absolutely amazing. You are so enlightening. And I just love that you're following your heart and doing your thing. And thank you. I'm so excited about the free gift. Oh, my God, that's going to be so cool. Um, So I guess that's it. Thank you so much for joining me, Melissa. And um, I will see you. I'll see you in my group. Make sure you join. Um, I just rebranded my group. It's now the Chill Entrepreneur Spot. So I will see you in there. Okay. Well, thank you. Thank you so much. Have a great rest of the day, and um, we'll talk soon.